Hey everybody, it's Danny. I want to say thank you for tuning in to the Heartway Podcast. And I want to give a special thanks to those of you who are tuning in from really all over the world. We're so grateful that you are a part of our community and that you listen in on an ongoing basis. If you've been encouraged by what you've heard, I want to ask you to share this with a friend. You never know the impact that one of these messages can have in another person's life. And if you yourself have been impacted and you'd like to continue to partner with us to keep this work going, Check us out at heartwaychurch.com slash give. Every dollar that you give goes a really long way towards helping us do what it is that we do. Well, we love you. Really hope you enjoy the podcast. Good morning, everyone. So I was thinking to myself, I'm like, how am I going to greet everyone? Because really, I want to be like, hey, y'all, how are we doing? Everyone laughs. They're like, where are you from? But I feel like I have three types of greetings. It's either, hey, y'all, que lo que, or what it do. So I think for today, we're going to go with, hey, y'all. My name is Gabby. I am one of the leaders here. I have been fortunate enough to be a part of this community, Um, my gosh, back in... I think I started coming here at the end of 2017, maybe beginning of 2018, and I always share, or if you've heard me before, I've shared that I was definitely the person who sat in the corner in the back. I listened, and I wouldn't let anyone look at me for too long because I didn't want them to ask me how I was doing or how I could serve. I just ran out of here. Um, And to now be up here... uh, It's just such an honor, and I'm so grateful that I have a community like you all, and to truly be a representation or a product of what Heartway can really do for you all if you genuinely just like surrender yourself all to God. This community is so special to me. Um, I've gone through a lot of ups and downs with this community, and I've been so lucky that this podium has now become my therapy session, so I appreciate y'all coming and listening to me. Uh, You know, it's just such a gift to be able to share and to share in a space where People are receptive and they're open. Um, We have such an open-minded community and I think that that's what makes us so special is that we don't put God in a box because we understand that God is not in a box, right? God is actually in all. He is a part of everything. He's in us and we can experience, see him in everything, in every aspect of our lives. And if there's other communities, right, other Christian communities, They're probably like, ah, that heart way, you know, I don't know if they really, really believe. They don't really believe. And, you know, I was thinking today as I was driving, I'm like, it's so funny because I would say we may believe not more, but we really do believe because we understand that God is not limited to a book or a doctrine or one way of thinking. We understand that God, he manifests in so many forms. God shows up in so many ways because he wants to bless and teach and inspire and love all of his children. But he understands as the creator that we are not all alike. The only thing really that is the same of all of us is that we breathe and we have a heartbeat Other than that, we are all so unique, and God loves us for that. God is the greatest artist there is. When I look out here and I see everyone, it's just so beautiful to see what God can create. And the beauty is when we wake up 
to ourselves, to the God within us. When we start to really realize that we were created in God's image and that we do have the power to live as Jesus did as well. We can be loving. We can have grace. We can be empathetic. You know, we can sit with the sinners because we ourselves are sinners, right? We can understand that people make mistakes and that we're going to make mistakes. We understand that maybe in this season we're flourishing, but there may be another season where we're really struggling. And the truth is in each season, your constant should be God. God is the constant. So I want to give you all a little life update. Um, you know, I am... So impressed by our pastor, Danny. Um, and I don't call him that often, but because he's my best friend, genuinely. Um, but he shares up here so vulnerably. And I share vulnerably as well, but it's difficult for me to share in the moment what I'm experiencing. Sometimes as a teacher, I've learned that I have to process and then I can teach. So today I feel like I wanna update y'all on my life and kinda just what I've been going through and what I've been experiencing. Um, so earlier this year, I went through a breakup and uh, my whole world kinda shifted, right? I had this idea, this attachment really to how I believed my life was going to be. So by now, I would have thought that I was getting proposed to, I was gonna have a baby soon, I was gonna be this awesome, hot wife, I was ready. I was like, yes, God, I'm so ready. And then he's like, baby girl, that's not the plan. That is not the plan, right? And it's just funny because we get so attached to that plan. And when we attach to the plan, we suffer when it doesn't happen the way that we want it to happen. So I go through a breakup, and guys, honestly, I'm so grateful for the partner that I had for so long because our breakup was just, I mean, I think a therapist would have been even just shocked at how well it went. You know, we just had so, really we had God in our life. That foundation of both of us genuinely believing and trusting in God allowed us to separate amicably and to still have love for one another. And for me to be able to stand up here and say, I genuinely wish that man the best. You know, I pray for him to get everything that he desires because I know that in return, I'm also going to receive what I desire and what God has in store for me. So that was one thing. Then I had been teaching at a yoga studio. I lose, well, yeah, that job ends. So like I'm broken up with, I lose my job and I move back home. <laughs> like, and I'm 31. Like that's not what was supposed to happen. Like I'm back in my childhood home. Like it still looks like when I was in high school, y'all. Like it really is. And I think I love that because it gives you a little bit of that comfort, right? Of like how I used to be, but um. My world got flipped upside down. And I don't know if you guys know that song. She's a runner. She's a track star. That's me. I'm a runner. I am like, oh, no, I'm dealing with stuff. I got to go. But I really do. I was like, peace out, y'all. And maybe that's why y'all haven't seen me as much. Uh, because I've just needed some time by myself and with God. And I will tell you, I think that we are so lucky to have this community and I'm so blessed because God has given me so many friends. Wow, I just got back from a family reunion in Dominican Republic, 57 of us, okay? That's first cousins, my aunts, my uncles, this isn't no second anything, this is how big my family is. So I bring that up to say like, I got a lot of people in my life. I have so many people that I can turn to. Um, but that's just not how I process. 
You know, I'm the kind of person that likes to process a little bit in solitude. And the reason being is because sometimes I've realized that when you start to go to other people and share everything that's going on with yourself, what are you going to receive? A lot of opinions, a lot of advice. And I'm not saying that that's not great because sometimes it's needed, but the only voice I needed was God's. The only grace I needed was from God. The only power that I needed was from God. And I needed to be empowered by him before I could really step up here and empower all of you all with the story of my suffering, of what I had experienced. So today's message, is the gift is in the suffering. And it's funny because I, I text Danny and he's like, hey, you know, I, I was in DR, so he's like, girl, you gonna be ready? He's like, I know you're having fun, um, which I was. But I was like, no, I feel really ready to share my message. Um, but I joked because I was like, yo, the theme all the time of my teachings is suffering. That is the theme of my life, right? And I, it's funny, like I will really advise you all and encourage you to look at the theme of your life because there is a lesson in it, there is a gift in it, and it is not done in vain. We are not put through things for us to keep it to ourselves. Why would God do that? Why would he make you suffer so that you just continue to suffer alone and then just stay by yourself? No, it's for us to share. It's for us to share how we got through it and more importantly, who we got through it with. For me, that's always God. God is the one that will help me get through anything. And what I have realized during this trying time in my life is that I may have ran away from my friends, I may have ran away from my family, but I never ran away from God. And I'm so proud of myself because when you face God, when you're with God, you're really facing yourself. You're really sitting with all of your emotions, all of your fears. You're sitting with all that you were attached to and that now you have to release. And for me to really be able to do that without the emotion of anger arising and rather it just being a sense of surrender, I'm not gonna say that I was in a state of gratitude all the time, but I did have this sense of peace that I knew God was ordaining all of my steps and that God was there with me at all times. And I will tell you, if you ask God to make you a vessel, if you truly say, God, use me, he's going to use you. And every test, everything that you're experiencing is an opportunity for you to put into practice what you've learned. Remember, church to me, life to me is a school. We're here to learn and to grow and to evolve. God is going to offer you opportunities to put these practices into motion. He wants to know how much have you really learned? Where are you really at? How much faith do you really have? Because it's so easy to have faith when everything's going well, right? Man, if you would have asked me back in Christmas time, I'm like, life is great. I have the best boyfriend. I have the best friends. Great job. My life is awesome. And it's still awesome. But I just wouldn't have thought that it would have looked the way that it looks now. So we're going to start with uh, something that I want to just kind of share is like I want to switch our perspective on suffering. I think a lot of us have a negative connotation when it comes to suffering. And I want you to remember that just like the song that we sang, all that God does is good. So if it's not good yet, it's not finished. But there is good in the suffering if you allow yourself to go there. There's always a lesson in it. 
So I was kind of, uh, you know, studying and thinking like, how do I really want to share this? Because sometimes it's easier said than done to say, guys, just let go and enjoy the suffering, enjoy the ride. It's like, girl, no, this sucks. It really hurts. Uh, but I promise you, I'm not any more special than any of you all. We are all mirrors of one another. We are all children of God. We all have God in us. And if I can genuinely do it, I promise you all that you can too. And these are some of the things that I've been doing that I've been applying into my life that have helped me to understand why it is that I suffer the way that I do or why God puts these tests into my life, right? So if you guys have ever heard of redemptive suffering, so redemptive suffering is the Christian belief that human suffering, when accepted and offered up in union with the passion of Jesus, can be used to help and serve others. Do we all believe in cause and effect? Is that something? No? Y'all don't believe in cause and effect? Okay. So sometimes you do something and then there's an effect after. I think we can all be clear that that does happen. Another word for that is karma. That is a belief that that also does happen, right? Something that you have to understand when it comes to this principle is that you need God. And why do we need God? Because we are imperfect, because we sin, and because humanity falls, right? And God allows us to do this because he wants us to grab onto him so that he can be our strength. So that's the first thing that we have to understand, I would say that a lot of people who know me or have seen me up here, uh, something that they would say as a characteristic of mine is just, oh, her light is so bright. Like, she's just so happy. And, uh, and I'm grateful. I'm so grateful that that is what I hope you all experience from me. But my light shines bright because it reflects off of my darkness. And that's something that I am so aware of. I am so aware of the dark parts within myself. And remember, nothing is good or bad. So when I use the word dark, I don't want you to think, oh, she's talking about some evilness. No, I'm, there are parts within us that are imperfect. We have vices. We are human. God made us imperfect so that he could show us how to live with him, with love, and to give ourselves grace. And that's the first thing that I think we really have to understand is that we all have our stuff. We all have things in our hidden closet that we don't want to look into, that we kind of suppress and put away. There's parts of ourselves, of our characteristics that we're ashamed of, that we don't want anyone to know. But if God already knows, if God, the greatest energy, the, great, the omnipresence of God, if he already knows, why do you care that other people know? It really doesn't matter because God, the, the people here cannot really judge you. At the end of the day, it's you and God. So honor that side of yourself. Because once you understand that you cannot do this alone, that's when the power of God comes in. God wants you to call on to him. God wants you to want him. God already knows that you're going to come at a certain time and ask for him, but you don't have to wait so long because you're ashamed or afraid. Sometimes, as I brought up the cause and effect, our suffering is caused by our own stuff. And that's something we have to be really honest about. A lot of things out of our control. 
a lot, a lot of things in our control. We go through the same lesson over and over again. And then you look up, God, why? He's like, well, you went through this again. I thought we already went through this. I thought you already went through that school, that lesson. But God is always there allowing us to continue to learn at the pace that we need to. So in this particular teaching in the redemptive suffering, it's the understanding that we don't suffer in vain. We suffer so that we can learn, grow with him so that we can teach and inspire and help others. We actually have a very special person here today, my favorite podcaster, Brian. <laughs> he has the coolest podcast, Hell Has an Exit, and it's about this, I feel. Um, I was going, I think this was like when I was on my prep, and I had to do cardio for an obscene amount of time. And I had found his podcast, and I would just listen to it and listen to these stories of people who have had it harder than a lot of people that I know, definitely harder than I've had it. They have struggled with demons that are very challenging, very scary. But there's the redemption. There's that opportunity to be able to see God or a higher power or to know that their life is worth living and that what they went through doesn't necessarily define them. But now they can share that story to inspire and help somebody else. But you have to first do that by trusting and believing in a power higher than yourself. You have to drop your ego and understand that you need help. And I will tell you, we are lucky to have a community like this where there are people that can help you, that you can reach out to, and you should. I'm not saying that you shouldn't. But God should be the first call. Humble yourself on your knees and pray to God. Speak to God and ask him to teach you and show you why. Your friends, they have a particular perspective on you. So their opinions and their um, advice is skewed in a way because they only know a certain side of you, only a certain side that you've shown them. God has seen all of you because God created you. God knew you before you knew yourself. So God already knows what you're going through. He knows what you need. All he wants you to do is ask. Ask and you shall receive. But you need to ask humbly. And that's why I say, like, get on your knees. I'm not speaking figuratively. Get on your knees and pray and ask God to show you, to speak to you, because he will. There is an obedience in this and understanding that when we are struggling and we're going through our tough times, the one that we need, the one that we call to is God. Having Jesus in your life is so powerful. Because it reminds you, just like uh, Ryan said in our centering prayer, the peace is within you. You are that peace. That is your inherent right. God gave that to you. The spirit is within you. It is only us that get lost and we forget. And then we go through the cycle and we remember again. Uh, there is a, a quote here. If we could put it. Thank you. Take up your cross and follow me. The cross is the greatest story of the redemption, right? He died for our sins. He showed us how to live. So pick up your cross. It's not overwhelming because you're doing it with God. You're walking with God the entire time. It seems overwhelming. Our emotions can be so overwhelming. 
But with God's strength, you learn that you're not carrying the cross alone. You're not carrying it alone. And you have this strength. You know, they always, uh, Gabby Bernstein says, and this has stuck with me forever, like, don't steal someone's rock bottom. Because it is in the rock bottom that you find your strength. And if you think it's you, if your ego tells you it's you, you're going to fall again. Harder than you did the last time. Because God wants you to know that it's not you. It's God in you that is the strength that picks you up. When you know that, when you really feel that, it's different. This strength is um, undescribable. It's not something that you can hold on to and say, oh, I can lift this weight. No, it's, you know, when you see those moms that pick up cars like off their children and you're like, how do they do this? With the, like, it's that type of strength that you're just like, how do I have this? But it's the grace of God in you that we have this. Uh, comfort us in all our troubles so that we can comfort others. When they are troubled, we will, we will be able to give them the same comfort that God has given us. When you really open yourself up to this, to God's comfort, to God's embrace, and you really feel it and know it, when you talk to people and you share with them, they're going to know it's real. It's not, you can't fake this. You really can't. That's why the coolest thing about Heartway is that we don't try to teach you how to relate with God. We tell you to explore and create the relationship for yourself. Yes, we're going to give you tools that have worked for us. But at the end of the day, the relationship is between you and God. You hear him in your own way. You see him in your own way. You experience him in your own way. That's why God can't be encompassed in one little form. He is infinite. He is limitless. Suffering comes to us as a channel of grace. Danny shared a beautiful message about how grace, as well as it being the forgiveness, it's also empowerment. And that's what you need during that time is understanding that the grace that God is putting into you is actually empowering you to face the trial that you are coming up to or that you are experiencing. Sometimes there are trials, um, the suffering that we're experiencing. There are no logical, there's no logical way to understand how you're going to get through it. Some things make no sense. And that's why God doesn't live in the mind. He lives in your spirit, in your soul, in your heart. You can't explain the grace that God gives you, but you can feel it. You know that it's real. You know that it's there. Use that. I was speaking to someone yesterday. I was uh, at a party, an engagement party for a, gr a good, good friend of mine. And uh, this guy's like, how are you doing? How's life? And I'm like, you know, I'm just grateful to be alive. I'm happy to be here. He's like, man, I hate when people say that. I was like, what do you mean? Like, that's, I'm happy to be alive. He's like, yeah, but like, what are you doing with that? Like, you're just here. You're just happy that you're alive. Like, and I'm like, well, what, what do you mean? And he's like, every day that I'm alive, 
Like, I just got to go. I just got to do it all. I want to make the most of it. Like, if God bless me with 24 hours, then this is it. Like, I got to do the most of it. And I'm like, all right, bro. Well, when do you, like, sleep? Do you chill out? And he's like, no, you know, I just feel like every day is a gift, and I got to take the opportunity that I'm given. And the way that I interpreted that, which, as beautiful as it was, it was the understanding that with the grace that God gives us, all is possible. So even when you're so low, when you're so down, God gives you those 24 hours again. Another opportunity to give it your all, to show up and to do the best that you can. And remember that the best that you can is the best that you can, not the best that the world wants you to do, not what society, your parents, your partner, your job, the best that you can. And maybe for me, the best that I could was separating myself for a little bit. And that was the best that I could do. And I'm proud of that. And God gives me the strength and he gives me the grace to do that. He doesn't forsaken me because he's like, you weren't serving as much during this time. Because I needed time with him. I needed to serve myself for a little bit. I needed to fill myself back up. Because I was depleted. Energy, you know, energy is always there. But it comes up and it comes down at times. When we're always pouring into others, pouring into others, sometimes we don't even realize how exhausted we are. When I went on this vacation, I mean, I thought I was fine. I felt like I fell asleep and I was sleeping for so long the first night that my cousins were like, are you okay? Are you sick? I'm like, y'all, I'm just tired. Like I really am just emotionally drained. And my family, which really in return, I see it as God, blessed me with the grace of my family saying, sleep, do what you got to do. It's okay. And then they filled me up and filled me up with so much love. But the first part of that is accepting the grace that God gives you and using that as power and strength to keep moving on. Because there are days that you're not going to want to wake up out of bed. There are days that you liked your life that it was before and you don't want to live this new life. There are days that you're angry, that you're sad and mad and you want to kick and scream. But God gives you the strength to get up. And there is a reason for that because your story, your journey is not in vain. It was not on accident. God has something big for you, a huge plan. And this is part of it, getting up, walking, talking to people the best that you can, talking with God, meditating, whatever you need to do, that's also part of the plan. I like to process things and then I like to teach about it. And the reason being is because as much as I'm still going through it, I can really tell you how it went, and I put these practices into motion. It's not that I ever question God, but there are times that I say, all right, you say this is what I gotta do, I'm gonna do it, and let's see how it turns out. Because a lot of times it's blind faith that you have to have. It's like jumping off a cliff, and you have no parachute. You're like, God, are you here? But he's always there. I'm telling you guys, put it into practice. Try to use the grace that God has given into you. Let me not beg for the stilling of my pain, but for the heart to conquer it.
So often we want the pain to just stop. We want to find ways to distract ourselves. We want to find ways to numb ourselves. And I'll tell you, I think if, um, well, yeah, I saw, I actually saw Danny yesterday. He got this really cool tonal. I had never used it before. He's like, Gabby, come, let's work out. And I'm like, all right, let's see how it is, you know, because I'm, I'm so strong, guys. Like, I work out all the time. So I was like, what is this little workout going to do? I was sweating. I was taking breaks. I'm like, Danny, I need more water. Um, and when I walked up, he's like, man, I don't even know about your life. Like, what's up? How are you? I was like, man, I'm good. I'm good. Life is good. He's like, Danny, don't ask that many questions. So he's like, all right, you're good. I'm good. So we had our workout. It was great. I go to my friend's engagement. And this is one of my best friends. Her and her boyfriend or fiance now started dating two months, I'd say, after me and my ex. And how funny that God last night put me in that engagement party. And all I felt was, oh, my God, wasn't this supposed to be me? And it's not that I wasn't happy for her because for real, I'm so happy for her. And it's not that I don't, um, I want to say this the right way. I understand why there is a separation between me and my ex and I truly believe it and I honor it and I am very grateful for the opportunity for me to move forward and to see what life has for me. That doesn't mean that I'm not a little bit sad about what I thought life was going to be. And it's interesting because I probably would have stood up here not as vulnerable had I not felt what I felt last night. And I think that what happens is that when we're suffering, when we're sad and we pray and God answers our prayers and time goes by, we forget how it felt. We forget what that pain was like. And we're just like, yeah, it's all good. When you remember a little bit of what the pain feels like, it also reminds you of the strength that God gives you and the grace that God gives you at the same time. Because in that moment, and also, everyone's asking me, where's your man? You guys are so cute. Where's your, I'm like, you guys don't know. I'm like, oh, gosh, okay, yeah, we broke up. It's okay. We're good. Um, and in that moment, the friend that I was telling you that I had, that he told me, like, oh, I want to go full force with life, he stepped in out of nowhere. And he's just like, hey, Gabby, let's go for a little walk and talk. And it was exactly what I needed in that moment because I was starting to feel everything again. And in that moment, God stepped in in this human form and gave me the grace to say, it's okay. You can be a little bit sad, but also you're really okay. And you're going to be okay. God lives in our spirit. Sometimes, that's fine, sometimes when you are in a dark place, you think you have been buried, but actually you have been planted. I think this is so cool to really think of it that way. When we're going through our toughest times, our biggest struggles, it feels like you have been just knocked down and that there's no way, that this hole is so deep and there is no rope, there is no ladder and you have no idea how you're going to get out. So what do we do? We try to find ways to try to get out of this hole. We try to find ways to get out. And what we're grabbing onto are the rocks and the, um, the sand is just sliding down and we're grabbing onto all these material things when instead God has planted you and all he wants you to do is water it. God wants you to water your 
yourself with him. Because you will bloom again. You will rise again. God showed us that. Jesus showed us that. His rising is the same as our rising. Our fall is the same as his fall. We fall and we get back up with him. But in the meantime, you have to water yourself. You have to understand that there is a time where we are growing and evolving. And sometimes that means that we have to be hidden for a little bit, that we have to take a step back for a little bit, that we have to reassess where we're at and where we're going, and most importantly, who we're going with. Suffering is transitory while in this world and not affecting one's true self. This is very interesting because if anyone who has suffered, which I am pretty sure everyone in this room has had some type of suffering other than our perfect little babies, um, you're like, well, what do you mean it doesn't affect my soul? That's where I feel it the most. We feel the pain the deepest in the depths of our soul. But what we have to understand is that the soul cannot be destroyed. The soul is the strongest part of ourself because it is, it is the most connected to God himself. So when we are struggling, when we are going through all of this, allow your body to feel it. Allow yourself to feel the emotions, to feel the discomfort, Trust that your soul, that God in you can handle the storm that you're going through. Trust that you can release it if you experience it. What happens is when we're going through something so difficult, we want to run away. We don't want to deal with it. We want to distract ourselves from it. But God is asking you in that moment, don't you trust in me? Don't you know that I live in you? And we have to understand that God does not live in the mind, right? I think that's the most difficult thing for us to understand because the voice in our mind is sometimes louder than the voice in our soul, the voice in our spirit, only because we choose to live up here rather than in here. When you switch your perspective of understanding that the ego, the thoughts in the mind are not who you are, and they're just thoughts of a human's uh, brain going, when you understand that that's not actually who you are, because you're not just this flesh, when you understand that the spirit in you is who you are, then you hear God loud and clear. When you ask for discernment, guys, when you really ask God to show you, it can be scary because he may show you things that you're not ready to let go of. But you have to understand that in life, we're always going to suffer. I went to see Eckhart Tolle years ago. Um, and if you guys have ever seen him, he's an interesting man because it almost seems like he really does not live in the body. It's like outer body comes in, talk, like he's an avatar. He talks to us and he's like, all right, peace out. And uh, he said something that was so funny. He's like, so how many of you guys are doing so well, so happy, life is great? And I'm here like, yeah. 
He's like, that's going to come down. That's going to come to an end. You will crumble and fall. Be ready. And he said it like dead face, like just that's the truth. And it really is. There's always going to be those ups and those downs because that's life. God wants us to grow and to learn. But you don't have to suffer for so long if you understand who is with you the entire time. And for lack of a better word, when you understand who allowed you to go through this, when you understand that there is a greater plan, when you understand that we don't have the vision that God has, we can't see the way that God sees, then you know that you can just let go and that you don't have to suffer longer than needed. And the way to, it's not that you're not going to suffer for a particular amount of time. I don't want to um, confuse you because yes, there's always a time for everything, but sometimes I feel like we live in the suffering longer than we need to, almost because it feels kind of better to just woe is me. And that's okay. But when you really understand who God is in you and who just God is in this entire universe, you don't have to because the strength is in you. The next plan is already set out for you. All you have to do is get up, talk to God, and keep it going forward. The worst thing that we can do is stay stuck. When my sister passed away, um, actually it was her birthday a couple days ago, and uh, she passed away a few years ago, and it was a very tragic, tragic death. Um, it made no sense. Uh, she unfortunately took her life. And I remember, you know, I'm from Pembroke Pines, just to give you a background, very suburban, middle-class home. Uh, I'm normal. <laughs> Okay, I'm normal. I go to my house and there's cops everywhere, firefighters everywhere. This is like a scene in a movie. And I walk inside and I see my stepdad just like crushed. My mom is hysterical. My siblings are just frantic. And there's cops in my house and I'm just like, what's happening? And I find out that my, uh, my sister had passed away. What I learned in that moment was that time can actually stop. Time can actually stop. Because we all live a micro world, and if we're so stuck in that world, then anything that happens in it can bring us down and crush us. When you understand that God's scope is outside of each of our microscopes, our micro worlds, microorganisms, then you understand that there's something else outside of it. We took a week off, work, everyone came, we had the funeral, and then we had to go back to work, and we had to go back to school, and we had to continue to choose to live. The world is not going to stop because you've stopped. The world is going to continue because life has to be in motion. Energy is constantly in motion. God is a creator who is here to create. So if you choose to stay stuck in whatever it is that you're experiencing, that's fine. But understand that life continues. And that you have the power to choose to continue as well.
And the best part is that you don't have to do it alone. God is with you. I know that I am not strong enough to carry my cross alone. I know that for a fact, for a fact, but I know that I'm strong enough with God. I know that he's carrying it with me. And when I'm barely holding on, he's carrying most of the load. And that's what you got to understand too. When you feel like you can't get up, when you feel like life is not worth living, just try. Because God will show you little by little that it is so worth living. That he will carry your burdens. But you have to offer it up to him. Just offer him the invitation to step into your life. Offer him the opportunity to show a miracle within your life. Sometimes the miracles don't have to be magic. Sometimes the miracle is just being able to smile. Being able to breathe again fully. Being able to say, you know what? I actually am okay today. That's the miracle. But if we run away from God, we're going to be limited in the capacity of the miracle that we can really experience. You're actually limiting your miracles because as God is in you, you are not, right? God, like he is the one that has that power. So you need him. You can't do it alone. Weapons do not cut it. Fire does not burn it. Water does not wet it. Wind does not wither it. It cannot be cut or burned. It cannot be wet, uh, sorry, did I say that already? It cannot be wet or withered. It is enduring, all pervasive, fixed, immovable, and timeless. It is called unmanifest, unconceivable, and immutable. Since you know that to be so, you should not grieve. In the book, the Bhagavad Gita, Arjuna is told this about his soul. If you understand that nothing can destroy your soul, it can be hurt. You could feel the most there. But when you know that it cannot be destroyed and you know that that's actually who you are, you're invincible, guys, for real. Even through the pain, even through the struggle, even when your mind is so loud telling you you can't to just give up, you understand that the soul is greater. Sometimes we haven't even tapped into half of the power that's within our soul, half of the power that God has for us because we still doubt. Doubt is going to get in the way of the true abundance that he has for you in your life. When you doubt, he understands that you're not ready. When you're afraid, it's not that it's not a normal thing to feel, but God's going to think, well, you're not really ready to receive that yet. I'll wait until you are. I'll wait until you really trust and believe in me. And that's when you're going to start to experience the abundance of life, the abundance of yourself. God created all of us with a purpose. It's so sad to me when I meet people who don't understand how special they are. I don't understand that God lives in them and that they think that their life is not worth living or that it's um, almost like I've heard before people say, if I was in here, no one would notice. Yes, people would notice. God notices because he set you here for a reason. Maybe it's not to stand up here and speak to everyone, but maybe it's to speak to that one person 
that one person that you can change their entire life. You have no idea the effect that you can have onto someone because of the things that have happened in your life and the way that you have handled them. That's the true, I think that's where I've started to really start to analyze who I am as a person. It's not in the things that I do. It's not in the things that I haven't done. It's in the way that I deal with them. That's who I am. In the moment, because I'm human, I'm gonna make mistakes, that's normal. But how do I handle them? In the past, I would have found many, many hot girl summer distractions to deal with my breakup, you know? And it's real easy, and it's fun. And I'm not saying that I haven't enjoyed myself as well, but I understand that that's not where the true, the true gift is. The gift in my suffering is in God and in what he wants to teach me and in the solitude that maybe I need in that moment to really go deep within myself. Devote yourself to God and develop your faith. This is really it, guys. Everything that I've shared today is off the perspective of myself and my life and how God has worked in and through me and what he's shown me. But you yourself have to develop that. You have to sit with yourself and with God and figure out what relationship do I want to have with God? Do I only want to reach out to him when I'm struggling? Do I only want to reach out to him when things are good and I praise him? Do I never want to reach out to him? Do I believe in a God that I actually don't commune with? You know, there's a big difference between reading something and intellectually understanding it than relating with it and actually experiencing it through yourself and through your life. When you really experience your life with God, it's very different than the God that you read about in books. Because he's going to show up differently in your life. He's going to show up how you need him to. He's going to express himself how you need him to express himself. But only you can create that relationship with him. Be obedient in this time of suffering. Whatever you're going through, be obedient in knowing that God is always going to be there. And that you cannot do it alone. If you're sitting here today, part of you already knows that. Part of you came here because you wanted more. You needed more. You know that you are not equipped yet fully without him. But once you add him, that missing puzzle, which actually, the, that piece is actually always there. It's us who have gone missing. Put the pieces together. Don't separate yourself from God. Don't run away from him. Don't run away from yourself. Don't run away from your darkness. Accept your darkness. Accept your faults. Accept the things that you're ashamed of and that you're afraid of and that you regret. Become its friend. God already knows. And he already forgave you. That's the funniest part. God already said it was okay. And we're the ones that torment ourselves and that really get so upset with ourselves for what we have done or what we didn't do. And God, I feel like, is almost laughing like it's, it's really okay. 
I was there with you. I understand. But we grow when we allow ourselves to really surrender and give it all to God. Give praise to God even when you're suffering. Suffering doesn't have to be all bad. Give praise to him at all times in your life. When you lift it up to him, when you know that you're living for something greater than yourself, you understand that everything you go through is for that greater good, no matter what it is. And if people don't understand what you're doing or why you're doing what you're doing, if you and God understand, if you and your higher power understand, don't worry about it. Because God knows you. God knows you. Now it's time for you to know you. You have to know yourself in God. If you only know the personality, this avatar that's on social media getting all the likes, what a shallow life we're going to live because that's not who you are. But how fun that God has allowed us to experience life in different forms. Appreciate that part of it too, but understand that that body's going to die, that personality's going to die, and all that you're gonna have left, what's really infinite and what continues is your spirit with God. You come into this world with God and you leave with God. The in-between is your choice. You can do it with him. And when you do it with him, the suffering becomes more bearable. You can actually tell people, you know what, I am sad, but I know that God has a plan. I know that God is here with me. I know that he wouldn't put me through anything that I cannot handle. When you really trust in him, and really develop that strong, strong faith, there is nothing that you can't get through. There is no storm that you can't bear. But that's the first step, guys, is really believing and feeling it in your soul that God is right there with you, that you are never left alone. I think that's one of our bigger fears, is being alone. It's feeling like nobody's there, that nobody cares, that nobody's watching or noticing. God notices. God sees. God is with you. I, uh, I teach yoga, and I do a lot of breath work. And one of, my, uh, one of my clients, she asked me to go and do meditation for her aunt who is passing away or she's on her, is that the right way to say it? She's, you know, transitioning. And she has Parkinson's. So she shakes all the time. And she just doesn't really have a sense of peace because her body is always, always moving. So she's in a lot of discomfort. She asked me and said, Gabby, I just feel like she just needs some peace. Is there anything that you can do? I was like, you know, I've never done that before, but why not? So I go. And she's shaking, and she's very nervous, very nervous, elderly woman. She's never done this. I put an incense on. I have my yoga music on. I'm like, we're going to make it a whole vibe. And she's nervous, and she's shaking, shaking. And we start breathing. And I start calling on to the Holy Spirit, and I start really praying over her. Because as we practice here centering prayer, prayer to me is the most powerful thing. It's my connection to God. When I meditate, I'm also in prayer. I'm in connection with God. And in this moment, I started praying over her. This is an hour-long session. 
I would say for the first 20 minutes, she's shaking, shaking, shaking. I started placing my hand over her chest, and I'm praying to God. I'm asking him to just give her peace. And what I'm really saying to her is to understand that she has the peace, that all she has to do is tap into it, because God's peace is already within her. So I started to explain this to her as I'm meditating with her and I'm praying over her. And out of nowhere, she stops shaking. I look up and I look at her, uh, her niece, and she's crying in tears. She can't believe that she stopped shaking. She's in complete stillness because the body is not her. Once she connected with the soul, the true essence of her being, the body relaxed. The body relaxed. The mind relaxed. Because now she has let go of that which she is not, and she has stepped into that which she is. The power of God within her, the grace, the love, the peace. And all of this is done with the understanding and the belief that all things are possible with God. Because God is good, right? Come on, all the time. <laughs> In everything, God works for the good with those who love him. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before birth, the Lord called to me from my mother's womb, and he gave me my name. He said the prophet Isaiah. Understand that God sees all of you because he created you. And the coolest part is that that creation that we are, that energy of creation is within us. And when we connect with that, we can create and manifest the life that we desire. Because when we're aligned with God, what he desires for us becomes so apparent. And it's almost like you cannot not do it. You just know. You understand that there is a purpose for you. But that is found within. That is not found in your mind. That's not found on your phones while you're scrolling. It's incredible to have dreams and to want the desires of the material world. God wants you to have it all. God is actually living through you, so have fun. Let's <laughs> Show him a good time, too. Yeah, show him a good time. Show him that you can enjoy life and still follow him and show the love everywhere that you go and that show that you follow Jesus in all parts of your life, not only when you're sitting here at church, not only when you're meditating and things are very comfortable. Show him that you believe in him everywhere that you go. Embody him so that you become the mirror that people need to see through. When you show up, when you really show up as a God-conscious individual, you inspire people without even knowing because they understand now, man, this God thing is real. God is real and he can do miracles. He can do anything, but we have to believe and we have to open ourselves up to it. As Buddha said, a true and worthy teacher is only a finger pointing to the moon. God and none other is the moon, and the wise do not keep looking. Put everything to God. Praise God in all of your moments in life. You are here to fulfill something that God has set out for you. 
all of your success is God's. As well as all of your burdens is also God's. What did we sing earlier? That sounds like a God problem to me or a God worry. So let God handle it. Why do we think that we have to handle everything ourselves? Doesn't mean that you have to reach out to your neighbor if you're not ready. On the contrary, get on your knees. Humble yourself to the greater power that lives in you and humbly ask God to step in. Truly release your ego, release what you believe, what you're attached to, and understand that you don't really understand. We don't really know. The greatest teachers of our entire time are the ones that tell you, I really don't know. But I know that God knows, and that's all that I need. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. God, we thank you so much in this very moment that you have stepped in here to show us how much grace and love you have for us, that in all of our struggles, all of our worries, all of our suffering, you are there with us bearing the cross, that we are never alone, that we are with you because you are in us. God, we thank you for the opportunity to connect with you, for the opportunity to be reminded of the power that you are within us and the strength that we have with you. God, we thank you so much. We love you. And we ask you to continue to open up our hearts. When we harden God, when we harden God soften us. When we feel like we can't keep going, show us that we can. God, continue to remind us, for we do forget. God, we ask that you are with us in every moment of the day. We embrace all of you. We honor you, and we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you all so much. Thank you guys so much. We love you, and we hope to see you next week. Have a blessed, blessed day. Thank you.